0: Welcome, everyone, to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark turcott I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Friday, August 20th, 2021. And yes, it is Friday. And you know what? It feels like there's a little something missing today. And that's because normally this would be Bad Batch Friday. That's right. For the first time in 16 weeks, we are not talking about a new episode of Star Wars, The Bad Batch. Hey, whatever, though, right? I mean, it was... We had a good run, and hey, you can always go back and watch it. There's always the Clone Wars out there. But uh, yeah, so today's going to be just a bit of a normal episode. We do have some fun things to talk about, obviously, but I got to tell you, as a Star Wars fan, there's a little piece of my heart missing here today. Uh, But before we get rolling here, don't forget always a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show at the enthusedlife at gmail.com. So let's uh, pick up here with probably what was really the biggest story yesterday, and that is, of course, we had the big reveal of Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, they did do an in-game event for Call of Duty Warzone. Um, I didn't unfortunately was working didn't get a chance to take part in the event, although I was on lunch for a little bit of that. and kind of watched what happened, and it looked like people uh, basically spawned into the Call of Duty Warzone map, and uh, I think at the lobby was like 32 people, I think, were in there. And, uh, you know, I haven't been keeping up with Warzone lately, but I guess there's been kind of some teasing and some some intel within the game that people were finding um, about this train. And uh, essentially, this train kind of spawned on the map, this armored train, and all 32 players had to take this train out. And when they finally finished it, of course, and kind of got through all that, they did unlock the trailer for Call of Duty Vanguard, which of course is available, so go check it out. Uh, but we did get a bunch of details about the game itself. And uh, it is coming November 5th, so, you know, once again, just a game of of, uh, another big game added to kind of that late October, early November list. I mean, you think, especially shooter-wise, you have, um, you know, the new Battlefield, Battlefield 2042, and Halo Infinite, probably around that time. And, you know, kind of a big deal. Now, the interesting thing with Call of Duty right now is obviously a lot of people play Warzone. It's free, right? And there is, of course, going to be a brand new um, Call of Duty Warzone map coming with Vanguard. Now, you don't have to own Vanguard to get access to that. Um, They did say that this new map is going to be able to, players will be able to basically carry forward all of the content that they've unlocked from Warzone up to this point which is a very big deal. Obviously, they don't want players to um, be, uh, you know, kind of left behind by having purchased the the battle passes and all that. So that's very cool that they're doing all that, all that's coming. Uh, A new anti-cheat system was announced for players on PC, which is a big deal as well. Um, You know, that's kind of been an issue where a lot of players um, have had some problems with, um, you know, aim or, you know, being able to snipe all the way across the map. There's been a lot of different things that people have been able to find, I guess, um, that'll be there. But they have also announced that the progress between all the games, so Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Black Ops, and Vanguard, and even Warzone will progress through all of those games in those battle passes. And I believe you'll be able to launch any of the games from the one launcher. So essentially, I think if you end up installing all those games and keep them installed... It's over like 300 gigs, so you could almost fill up your whole PlayStation uh, 4, if you want to say, uh, hard drive, all with just this game. I mean, we were almost at that point anyways with the way Warzone kind of was with uh, Black Ops and Modern Warfare, but now it's almost a guarantee you could almost fill up your hard drive um, with this game, but... Enough about Warzone, let's talk about uh, Vanguard. So Vanguard itself uh, is going to take place during World War II. Uh, the single-player campaign that's going to be there allows you to kind of uh, follow this interweaving story of these multinational heroes uh, that form Task Force 1 and essentially set the stage for special forces as we know it. Uh, today. And so you have four different characters you're going to play as. Uh, One is an Australian uh, who's part of the uh, British Eighth Army. You have uh, another Brit Brit who is uh, part of the British Army. Um, You have somebody in the United States Navy and uh, another one who is uh, part of the Red Army. And I guess you're going to kind of follow these players or these characters kind of through the chaos of war and kind of, I I guess, is going to be just you know, the typical Call of Duty, over-the-top bombastic that you love. But these are the four people that are going to be the operatives. Uh, They're going to kind of become the prototype for the modern Special Forces soldiers um, as I kind of fight across the globe. So, looks very cool. I mean, the trailer obviously looks, looks awesome. I mean, these games, like I've said before, it's just incredible, man. The, the way they do kind of, kind of just create these set pieces. Um, and uh, the cool thing, too, is with these four different characters, you're going to play across four different major theaters of World War II kind of in this narrative. Kind of like, I mean, we've done this before um, years ago. That's how the Call of Duty campaigns were. You kind of jumped around between all these different characters and, and kind of got to see it through all these different eyes. And then obviously they kind of went down another path just kind of showing, uh, you know, kind of these kind of crazy stories. Um, but that's what this is uh, essentially going to be, kind of, kind of a, a return to that and it uh, looks very, very cool. I mean, you know, this obviously is going to be running on next-gen hardware. They're going to be next-gen versions of this game. Um, so, on the Series X and the PS5, I'm sure it's just going to look, look incredible. And, uh, you know, from the trailer, obviously, we, we can see that um, that it is. Now, the multiplayer in the game, you know, outside of just Warzone, uh, is going to launch with 20 maps available. I guess 16 are going to be built for kind of the core gameplay and um, have just tons of different environments uh, to have you, you know, constantly running running around, probably getting shot from the back multiple times, like you always do uh, in these games. But hey, you know, they're, they're lots of fun. I mean, I always say, like, I always love playing Call of Duty multiplayer, at least for the first week or two. It just kind of scratches that little itch and something I love to kind of just jump back into um, every once in a while to kind of have some fun. Um, Sledgehammer, I was also bringing... Uh, I guess a, a tactical first person combat to this game, which, of course, which uh, Modern Warfare and Black Ops had with the 2v2 mode and the gunfight mode, which was super fun. I, I talked before here in the podcast about my son and I having a blast with the gunfight mode. And uh, there's this new mode called Champion Hill, which, uh, you know, there isn't a ton of info yet out there. Although I did see a, a comment from someone saying that it's kind of like a mix between think 2v2 or even you can even go in solo I believe kind of this quick action and almost like a battle royale kind of combined into one We're kind of what this uh, what seems to be um, they're saying imagine quick action close quarters small squad combat in which eight teams compete in a series compete in a series of head-to-head matchups where the last team standing wins so it almost sounds like a little mini tournament mode you know and that's the think about gunfight those matches are quick so if you're able to take that quick match concept throw eight teams into a mix and do this quick little on-the-spot tournament that I think is what that's gonna be and I could see that being you know pretty big um, you know pretty fun thing to watch uh, you know streamed or just you know competitively I think that's gonna be um, pretty pretty awesome now, of course there is gonna be an open beta for the game it's gonna launch first on PlayStation so again they have that kind of co-marketing campaign with PlayStation when it comes to Call of Duty uh, but be on the lookout for that um, and again that's the open beta. I don't know if there's going to be a closed beta. I'm not sure, but it does mention an open beta. Um, a new zombies mode is coming to the game, of course. Uh, this is going to be the classic classic zombie mode that everybody knows and loves. This is a cooperative experience. continues and intertwines with the Dark Aether story to create deeply engaging lore, all while innovating on the core gameplay that the mode is famous for. And, um, yeah, so that, of course, coming with the game on November 5th. And, look, there's a lot of people that just love Zombies like that is everything for them, and you know, it's been kind of rumored for a long time that there was going to be kind of the standalone zombies mode, but I mean, they just keep packing it in here with this, so there's really no reason to do that, right? Um, so very cool for zombies players, you're going to get get that added as well. Um, so go check the trailer out. I definitely recommend you, you know, watch it, uh, especially obviously if you're a Call of Duty fan. Um, you know, th- this is this is your your. Your time of year, I mean, we say the Madden always sees its shadow. Well, the Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty for that year trailer saw its shadow yesterday because we get this, you know, every year. Uh, But November 5th is the date. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Call of Duty always is that big blockbuster seller. We'll see this year. You know, there's some other pretty big games coming out. Um, we'll, we'll see how they do, but uh, overall, looks pretty cool, man, and, and like I said, World War II to me is awesome, and, and just this campaign definitely looks like it'd be a lot of fun to play. Now, we also got announced yesterday, Skyrim is getting yet another release, that's right, on the 10th anniversary of Skyrim, so 11-11-2021, we are getting a Skyrim 10th anniversary edition uh, that is coming out for the PS5 and the Xbox Series XS, and uh, this is basically going to come with Everything um, that uh, you would pretty much want uh, includes a uh, 10 years worth of content plus some new features, one of which being fishing. That's right. You can now fish in Skyrim. So if you've always wanted to do that, well, first of all, if you've always wanted to do that, you should be playing Elder Scrolls Online and playing uh, the Graymore expansion last year because then you could go to Skyrim and you could be fishing. Uh, but you'll be able to fish in that original uh, Skyrim, which is pretty cool. Now, it does say that it also comes with 500-plus Creation Club elements now i believe that's going to be a bunch of the mods and that that were there so you'll be able to they're kind of packing that into um this version of the game which is pretty cool uh, but if you just want to play skyrim on next gen consoles well it's uh it's coming to you folks you'll be able to do that with this now of course interesting bit assuming it's going to be included on game pass but the other bit is it is also going to be on ps5 right so you know there's been rumor that any bethesda release here on out Outside so of death loop of course which is already a, a timed exclusive was not going to be on playstation 5 this is hitting that so my guess and kind of the, the running running thing right now is that this is probably the last new bethesda thing that we know about coming to the playstation platform so that's kind of an interesting thing but are you ready to go back to skyrim uh you know i Obviously, it'll be on Game Pass. I'll jump in there. It's been a long time since I played Skyrim, like a long time since I played it. You know, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online. That's kind of been scratching my Elder Scrolls itch. Uh, but hey, to have this, you know, nice version of the game, kind of this next-gen version running, um, you know, it might, might be time to go back there and kind of just scope it out and just kind of get in there and just find that game that I love so much and uh, kind of replay through some of that, some of that world. Um, let's uh, switch gears a little bit away from video games and talk about a new trailer that dropped, something I hadn't talked about yet here in the podcast. I think I remember talking about um, the uh, just the the uh, concept of this and the announcement of this, but we haven't talked about the trailer yet. And that is for Star Wars Visions. This, of course, is dropping in September on September 20th, I believe, is is when it's coming out, and uh, or I'm sorry, September 22nd, coming to Disney Plus. And this is, if you remember, a series of animated shorts. Uh, anime shorts. Literally, there's going to be nine of them. Uh, They basically tapped uh, some of the biggest uh, creators in the anime space and said, hey, do what you want in Star Wars. Let's see what comes, what happens. And uh, man, this trailer is ridiculous. Some of the craziest Star Wars things you've ever seen. I mean, there's a guy with a giant pole that has probably like 12 lightsabers on it rotating. It is Ridiculous. This is exactly what you want. If, if someone said to you, hey, they're going to make a anime Star Wars thing, you know, and you just said, okay, well, you know, are they going to let them do whatever they want? Sure. Yep. They're just going to go crazy. This is it. This is what that is going to be. It looks so cool. Here's a, a quote. This is from the executive producer, uh, James Wobb. This uh, was back in July. He said, uh, We really wanted to give these creators a wide creative birth to explore all the imaginative potential. Of the Star Wars galaxy through the unique lens of anime. We realized we wanted these to be as authentic as possible to the studios and creators who are making them, made through their unique process in a medium they're such experts at. So, this is their rip- vision, riffing off all the elements of the Star Wars galaxy that inspired them, hopefully to make a really incredible anthology series, unlike anything we've seen before in the Star Wars galaxy. So, I can't wait to check this thing out it is it just looks like it's gonna be so cool um and so crazy so definitely go check the trailer for that out and uh you know i don't know it doesn't say if this is gonna be a weekly release and and they're shorts right so they're not gonna be that long so i'm I'm, I'm not gonna dedicate a, a daily show to this um but uh, I wonder if it is going to be all it's just kind of dumped at once or, or what. But, I mean, when you watch the trailer, I mean, there's things ranging from, like I said, the guy with the pole and lightsabers looking badass to kind of like a chibi-looking characters where it's, you know, kind of very, um, you know, childish-looking. I guess I think chibi is kind of the word you use for kind of that style of anime. Uh, I mean, there's even anime where it looks like, uh, you know, it's a a... I mean, of course, we get aliens holding lightsabers, but this is like a, a little furry creature holding a lightsaber, if you want to say. Um, so, it's going all over the place. Go check the trailer out. I know uh, this is going to be something that a lot of people we, will be talking about when that releases. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, that's kind of it for the news today. Uh, for this weekend, if you guys are looking for something to play, I talked last week about it. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected, the open beta, launches later today. So, if you've either never played Diablo 2 or just have somewhat of an interest in Get in there and check it out. Um, it is available, I believe, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific later today. And it kind of runs through the weekend. So if you want to play some something new this weekend, check that out. As well as 12 Minutes is out today as well over on Game Pass. And, of course, on all the other platforms if you uh, want to purchase it. It, uh, again, features the voice cast of Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy. Um, and uh, looks to be a very interesting kind of puzzly narrative style game. The reviews have been a little bit – I was kind of looking at them yesterday – a little bit mixed, kind of on the uh, not-so-great side, but um, I really want to check out the story, kind of see what it, what it's all about. So we'll go check that out on Game Pass. So if you're looking for uh, two things to play this weekend, there you go, if you don't have anything right now that you're kind of dipping into. But, of course, finish up Black Panther. I'm right there at the end. I have, I think, one more mission left. Uh, I played through three so far. I think it's only four. Um, but uh, it's just still awesome. And Black Panther is very cool to play as. And I can't wait to finish that up. So that's going to do it for me here today, guys. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week here on Monday. Uh, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Marturka, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Of course, you can always email the show at enthusedlife at gmail.com. So until next week, everybody, have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next time.